History of Persia is a Hopful Media podcast production. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Life doesn't come with a user manual. So when life stops working for you, it's pretty normal to feel stuck. Imagine somebody who spent, oh, say, 25 years being really distracted, overwhelmed by clutter, and fluctuating between being really into obscure ancient history and not being able to find the motivation to do the dishes. That person is me, and apparently, if there were a user manual to life, it might have told me that I have ADHD and should talk to my doctor about that. Therapists are about as close to a manual as we can get. Folks who are trained to help you figure out challenging emotions and learn coping skills. BetterHelp has connected millions of people with licensed, registered therapists for convenient and secure online therapy. It's convenient and 100% accessible online. No waiting rooms, no traffic, and not even endless googling of therapist near me. You just fill out a questionnaire and get matched with an appropriate therapist. And if it doesn't click, BetterHelp makes it easy to switch providers. Everyone deserves to feel their best, so get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash persia. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Persia. What really rubs me the wrong way here is that from the preface forward, this book is aimed at beginners. Where I described Matt Waters' Cyrus biography as an audience of amateur enthusiasts, Persians, The Age of the Great Kings, is clearly designed to entice those with little exposure to Achaemenid history, too. The assertion that the Persian version is being told for the very first time obscures decades of scholarship and pop history attempting to tell that story. It also assigns the author a great deal of authority as the person who can tell this story, Authority, which I think is abused throughout the book. 
What really rubs me the wrong way here is that from the preface forward, this book is aimed at beginners. Where I described Matt Waters' Cyrus biography as an audience of amateur enthusiasts, Persians, The Age of the Great Kings, is clearly designed to entice those with little exposure to Achaemenid history, too. The assertion that the Persian version is being told for the very first time obscures decades of scholarship and pop history attempting to tell that story. It also assigns the author a great deal of authority as the person who can tell this story, authority which I think is abused throughout the book. The problem with Llewellyn Jones's sources is that they aren't there. Of course, he has them. Many of them would be immediately familiar to regular listeners. But there are probably fewer than ten citations in the whole book, and even then, they are indirect, in-text citations where the author tells you in the sentence that this information is coming from a particular ancient writer. The most obvious problem with the lack of citations is directly tied to Llewellyn Jones's refrain that he is telling the Persian version and rejecting the biased Greeks. On to public relations, starting with Orientalism. One point Llewellyn Jones makes very early on is a need to move away from Orientalist stereotypes. Naturally, he references Edward Said's famous Orientalism, but it occasionally seems like Llewellyn Jones only recognizes the paternalistic aspects of Orientalism while maintaining the use of stereotypes. By far the most egregious example comes from part of his discussion of Persia's nomadic heritage. He writes, The great king and his court used the empire's sophisticated road system to traverse the realm not just for the pragmatic reasons of state, but also to satisfy a deep-set instinct in the Persian psyche, for the Achaemenids retained the nomadic lifestyle of their Eurasian ancestors. The desire to move from one place to another never left them. The regular progression of the court around and across the empire can be thought of as a nomadic migration on par with the relocation patterns of itinerant peoples. In Iran, the traditional migration movements of nomadic groups, each with its own deep-set tribal and family affiliations, have always been connected with clearly defined routes and destinations. There's certainly an argument to be made that most, or all of the Iranian ethnic population, was at least pastoral well into the time of Cyrus the Great. Earlier in the book, Llewellyn Jones pressed that claim quite forcefully as part of Cyrus's childhood. However, the actual evidence to tie the nobility into that system is minimal. You know, one thing to notice is that there's not any discussion of the satraps doing this. And the suggestion that nomadism was an inherent instinct in an ethnic psychology borders on race science. Quite frankly, sub out the word Eurasian for Aryan, not that big a leap in 
ancient Persian studies. And it is just race science. How else could you possibly read the phrase, a deep-set instinct in the Persian psyche? There's also no attempt to address the potential counterpoints. Greek and Assyrian sources mention Median cities, and both Cyrus and his grandfather presented themselves in reference to the city of Anshan. Nothing about the seasonal migration of the Achaemenid court is notably more nomadic than other itinerant courts, like that of the Holy Roman Empire, or for that matter, modern people having multiple homes and going south for the winter or visiting out-of-town relatives around major holidays. Nobody is going around talking about the deep-set nomadic instincts in the German psyche. My overall takeaway is that this is a well-written book that succeeds at being compelling, but it is not a worthwhile history book. It's barely the worthwhile outline of a fiction book, if I'm being honest. The world hasn't had a good, up-to-date, mid-length book on Achaemenid history for beginners in almost 75 years. It's a real shame. For now, though, I'll keep podcasting. Thank you all so much for listening to The History of Persia. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.